Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 335. I'm Tony, and with me we've got Off-Road Andy. Hello. We are Sean-less tonight, but uh, we will still promise you a great show. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, we had two actors pass away yesterday. One uh, very young, and one uh, a little bit older. Big, of a, big one of our childhood. Uh, we also have more Sony delays and we're going to talk about the man that's going to be writing the new Lando TV show. That with a, a little bit more, too. Maybe another, uh, maybe a new trailer we'll throw at you, what we've been watching. But uh, first off, though, Andy, i got to say, what's uh, what's the main story here to start with on tonight's episode? Um, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, uh, passed away at the age of 70. So um, I'd say that's probably a shock to some people just how, how old he was because... He played such a childish character. Pee Wee Herman, you know, was an adult man, even in the in the movies, but was a childish character. Um, but he was already like in his 30s um, and had been doing that character for a while when, when the first movie came out. But um, he had been battling cancer for multiple years, didn't tell people in his life that that's what was going on, just kind of retreated from public life, which is... Very easy to do during uh, the years 2020 through 2022. No questions asked, I think, for a lot of people. But yeah, it was, this is, he's been dealing with this even before that. So um, yeah, very very sad statement that that he had written before his passing, saying like, "Yeah, I apologized for not telling people, but I didn't want to tell people." And I'm um, just like, "Thank you for enjoying my work." And it's like, yeah, that's kind of kind of brutal, but um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think. You know, it's funny. Have, I don't think I ever watched any Pee Wee Herman stuff. Really, but you know, but you everyone knows. Oh, everybody knows. Everyone who knows Pee Wee Herman character. is. We know. Like I was gonna say, like if someone were to say Paul Rubens died, I'd be like, "Who's that?" And then yeah. if they were to be like, "Hey, Pee Wee Herman died," I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. So that's kind of crazy. He's one of those guys that he was more known for his main character that he played. Yeah, and and that character he developed with the great Phil Hartman, uh, someone who passed way too early. That um, was a uh, was that a uh, from The Simpsons? Mm-hmm. That was um. Oh my God! Don't tell me why am I blanking on the guy? Oh, Shaw, uh, Troy McClure. Troy McClure, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he had, he had dead done that character in live shows and even like maybe the late seventies, early eighties, even. Um, and yeah, there's the 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 Tim Burton film that some people probably forgot that the, the first Pee Wee movie is the first Tim Burton movie that uh, he went on to do Beetlejuice and Batman over Scissorhands after the fact, but. Um, uh, that that one's a classic. Uh, they made another one in the late '80s, and then they put one on Netflix, uh, not that long ago. But there's, of course, also the, the the children's TV show, which is like really what cemented him as a uh, like a you know a kids character. Um, but that was never like the original intent. Um, but I think one of the reasons you don't know him more than you know his Pee Wee character is. Uh, I can't remember what year it was. It was in the '90s. He had a big scandal. Uh, yeah, where he was jerking off in a movie theater or that's something that, like that. And that's and the it, one thing that I feel like I remember the most about Pee Wee yeah, Herman was it was like it's part of his he was caught story masturbating in a movie theater, and it's like that was always the thing. You know, it's like he always Pee Wee Herman. He's a silly guy, but then it was like off camera. It's like okay, but he was also kind of a a weirdo, a little bit of a creep. Yeah. But maybe we. I, I think there's more to that story. I don't. I don't even know what. That it was, but it was just kind of like it was a different time back then. Yeah, and he was kind of it really it really hurt him, especially with he had had 
been associated with the kids show, which is kind of like, well, that's done. You can't be in yeah. stuff like that. Um, but he was that's in probably what, Mystery Men. I, in, uh, we just, I just saw today that somebody sent a clip on Instagram that he was also in Blow. Yeah, so if Sean was here, he'd definitely have to, to shout that out. That's one of his favorites. Um, and he's done a lot of voice work. Uh, so he was still doing stuff. But yeah, uh, I think there's a different story. If, if that incident didn't happen or if society treated it differently, um, we'd be talking about all the other things he was in. But um Nevertheless, I think it's still a, a career to be proud of and uh, a life to mourn. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I do, I do wonder what like I am at an age where I do remember that stuff. But I always remember, I always think about now that I'm in my 30s. Like, what do people who are 22 do they know this character? The same thing with like Indiana Jones. Or I'm like, oh, I'm hyped by Indiana Jones. I'm like, do people who are 22 care about Indiana Jones in any way? Um, and similar to like. Do people who are 22 know about P.B. Herman? Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, Is that a movie kids watched in the year 20, 2008? I, I would say, honestly, probably. Maybe 2008 is borderline, but I would say like 2014 by then, like probably not. Yeah. But uh, from P.B. Herman to another actor, we had uh, Angus Cloud pass away at the age of 25. He was known as, his, uh, as a character in the show Euphoria. I personally do not watch the show Euphoria. I'm not sure if you watch it, but uh, I do know who this character was because my roommate actually watches this show. And every time we would see him on the TV, he would say, oh, doesn't he look like Mac Miller? And it was it was like, yeah, he does. And it was also sad that Mac Miller was also another actor that died. Uh, I mean, musician, I'm sorry, uh, passed away at age 26. Uh, Angus Cloud passes away at 25. Uh, it was, I think we can say it was suicide or at least an accidental suicide. I know, uh, for sure he was having, uh, he had opened up before in the past about his mental health and then his father passed away. Uh, and he buried his father a week ago and his father was his best friend and he took that very rough. And then here he is a week later and he passes away himself at a very young age. Uh, sad to see a talented young actor go at, you know, at such a young age too, especially when it's, you know, because they decided they, you know, they take their own life. You know, it's like, you got to always reach out for your friends and stuff and any loved ones or anybody that you see that is struggling because a lot of the, you know, I actually just saw a video on Instagram the other day that actually hit kind of hard because it was a clip of the last video that this, that these people took before they took their lives. And it was like a clip of like six different guys and every single one of them are smiling and happy. And it's like, you know, it's like the guys like Robin Williams and, Stuff like that, where it's like, I think even uh, Chester from Lincoln Park, I think one of his last known videos was him like laughing and having a good time with one of his children. And it's, it's the, a lot of times those people smiling a lot are the ones that are hurting the most inside. So it's like, it really is a bummer to see, uh, you know, somebody this young decide to take their life at such a young age. But uh, yeah, it's uh, just, just a bummer. I've seen a lot of people posting about it too. I mean, Euphoria is a popular show. Uh, and this was a character that uh, a lot of people liked. You know, he was a very good grungy type character, like, you know, whatnot. And uh, it's it's uh, clearly very talented, but it's uh, just a bummer to see, I guess. You know, it's definitely, definitely is a bummer. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know his work. I did not watch Euphoria. I mean, I know what it is. But, yeah. Um, definitely people felt his talent because it, it's a strange situation, but... Uh, story came out that he has like three or four projects already finished. Oh, okay. Um, including a, a movie from the, the people who've done the most recent Scream movies. Um, like a sort of big 
higher profile project. Um, so you will still see him. That's always a, a strange situation, especially at there was like a situation like Ray Liotta. With, and with um, you know, um, well, there's the Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. That's what I was looking for. Probably one where it's like because he ended up winning a, an, an Oscar yeah, for that like, too, best is, supporting this actor. Is a big performance and it's it never so got iconic. To, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll have that situation where these projects will come out. Um, I don't know. Might provide comfort to some, might be painful to others, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I can't imagine his, uh, mother, you know, loved one sitting there watching him on the big screen for a movie that he didn't get to, you know, get himself to see in the, on the big screen. But, uh, yeah, a really, really tough situation. Nonetheless, I mean, you always, you know, your heart goes out for families, you know, of those, uh, those actors, especially when one is only 25 years old, you know, rising star had his whole career ahead of him, but, uh, you know, had, uh, had some mental battles that he, you know, that took him and it's, it's a big thing. It's a big thing that goes on with, uh, a lot of mental health stuff, especially with a lot of men. Cause I think a lot of men out there feel like they can't speak up and whatnot. And it's always been a big thing about that. So, uh, you know, you always got to look out for your fellow, your fellow comrades and whatnot. But, uh, moving on, it looks like we have some more, uh, Sony delays, Andy, huh? What, uh, what do we got about that? So this is uh, the first studio to make a, a, ma- a major move in the uh, writer's strike, actor's strike delay here. Uh, they're delaying Craven the Hunter, which was supposed to come out in early October. Uh, this is Aaron Taylor Johnson. I should Johnson. say early October of 2023. Yes. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson playing uh, a Spider-Man villain in another non-Spider-Man movie uh, like Venom or Morbius. Um, probably spends a good amount of money on it. Uh, they're delaying that all the way to next, I think, August, so 2024. Um, and, yeah, from their perspective, if uh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson and Russell Crowe can't get out there and promote it, then this movie's not going to really do well for them. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's being moved almost a whole year. Uh, Gran Turismo, which was supposed to be out in a couple weeks, uh, will still come out limited, limited in a couple weeks, uh, but with a full release a few weeks later. Um, they said they can't they can't have their stars come out and promote it like David Harbour can't go out on the talk shows and say I'm in this great movie. So uh, they're, they're changing up their their strategy here. Um, but also part of the story, uh, they committed to dates for a couple of the movies that they filmed already, um, but aren't finished yet, uh, including Bad Boys 4, which I think I knew. I think I saw that that was a thing that was happening, um, but we're still in this weird thing with Will Smith. Um, I think he went right back to Bad Boys 4 because it's like, I need I need to hit. I need people to not think of me as the slapping guy anymore. I need to go back and do a, a classic character. Um, but that's already done in film. That seems crazy to me. Um, and then also Venom 3, so another one of these uh, Spider-Man things. Uh, that's that's filmed. Uh, both of those are scheduled for next summer. So, um, so now that Sony is the first to, to really move a big movie, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with any of these other ones, um, you know, Wonka or something. Um, but I'm I'm pretty confident that these strikes will be settled um, sometime in the fall. Yeah. So I think they're not going to a lot move. of big movies come out, I feel like, too. Yeah, I don't think they're going to move any of these November, December movies. Um, but it's those ones like, um, it's like Craven's coming out. It was supposed to come out early October. And it's like, well, we can't do anything which a lot of these um promotion schedules they film in advance so like craven they'd start the promotion stuff for craven like right now 
Um, and that's why you still see stuff coming out with um, with people on the movies coming out like this week because they filmed it in June or something, um, and they can't do that now. Um, but yeah, we'll just have to keep every week have more reporting on this stuff as uh, it'll keep coming. I mean, and there's no. Like I said, I'm confident that it'll be it'll be ending, but it seems like there's no there's no daily progress in any of these negotiations when it comes to the uh, the strike. So, yeah, very good. Well, uh, moving on, Andy, why don't you let us know who's going to be writing the TV show Lando? Yeah, so uh, Disney Plus is doing uh, another Star Wars show. Uh, this one about uh, Lando, young Lando, and uh, Donald Glover is returning to play Lando. Uh, he played him in the uh, solo film, the Han Solo movie from a few years back. And uh, I thought he did a good job. He's not a perfect replacement for Billy D. Williams, but uh, Donald Glover's a, a fun performer, and I think I liked that. And I think it's a good side story for Star Wars because Lando was such a small character. I mean, a big presence, but a, a smaller character. And you can see like what other adventures he got up to. He's not he's not a Jedi, and he's not part of the Empire. He could be doing whatever he wants. Um so they, they had, they're going to do the, a TV series, and uh, it was supposed to be written and directed by the person who just did their Haunted Mansion movie for Disney, um, and I don't know if it's related to that movie not doing too well critically, uh, but Disney now has confirmed that Donald Glover himself is actually going to be writing the series, so uh, he has a lot of experience writing for TV, uh, that's how he got to start back in the day, Donald Glover's a writer on 30 Rock uh, before acting on Community. Um, and then he rewrote, directed, created his own show in Atlanta that was on FX for, I think, four seasons. So, uh, you know, a lot of experience doing that. And uh, he's just a he's a famous guy. He's more famous than he is. Uh, I think people know the work he's done. You know, it's like he he's a big musician, but I wouldn't say he's got like 10 number one hits or anything. But people know who he is and. Uh, it's probably a good move to have his name attached to this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I know. Yeah, the name Donald Glover. Glover. <laughs> <laughs> you got it wrong, but yeah, you, got pronounced, it. you pronounced it wrong for yeah, a second. No, I know, but I mean, still, I had you it. still know it. That's yeah. not me yeah. pronouncing that wrong. It's yeah. a couple of the beers pronouncing <laughs> it wrong. <laughs> That's I, I can sound out Glover, I think. Yeah. So, uh... What else do we have here to talk about then? We got a couple. I know we got, it looks like we have a box office. We have a box office update. Is Barbie still dominating? It's still dominating. Oppenheimer. There's so much to say that they're just, they're you know, can I say one thing I would like to say about Barbie really quickly? Okay. Just my own opinion is I'm seeing what I think is so dumb is like, have you seen it yet? Is it on your to watch yet? Okay. Because I'm hearing like, I'm hearing a lot of people also like just didn't like it, but it's kind of funny to me because it's like Barbie might end up being the top grossing movie this year. And it's, not because it was a good movie to watch. It's because so many people out there were like, let's dress up in pink with a group of 12 girls and then, and go watch it. Or some are going to be like, let's drag our boyfriends and go watch it. And I've heard a lot of people, I, I know multiple people that like walked out cause they just didn't like it that much. Cause it gets a little, I guess, political and stuff like that, which is, you know, a lot of things these days, but it just seems like it was more of like an event, like, uh, like, Oh, that's fun thing. And then you go and you watch it and you're like, oh, okay. Because I've seen so many people on my Instagram feed post all about it. Like these girls are dressing up in pink. They're having pink ice cubes, pink drinks before they're pre-gaming, but nobody's talking about it afterwards. I haven't seen somebody come out and be like, Oh my God, that was amazing. And it's like, it's just kind of funny that it's like, this movie might be the best grossing movie of the year. And it's not because it was a great film, but because people just wanted to party and go watch it, I guess. So it's, just kind of kind of funny situation there. 
Yeah, to be fair, it did get good critical reception. Um, but like, yeah, what you're saying is it's, I think a lot of people didn't know what it was going to be going into it, that it's like, oh, it's a goofy comedy. It's going to be just Barbie land, but, um, there, there are more ideas there. It is, uh, from people who've made, you know, interesting films before. It's not, it is not the equivalent of Michael Bay's Transformers, which I think some people thought. Who did direct Barbie? I was Greta Gerwig, who, um, was made indie films, like best picture nominees and stuff. Like which ones? Because uh, the name Bird. sounds familiar. She did uh, a, a Little Women remake, uh, or they've done like a million of those. I never watched someone, but Lady Bird is a good movie. And just like coming of age. Sounds familiar, but every time I'm thinking of Lady Bird, I think I'm thinking of that one that uh, Michael Keaton was in. What was that called? That wasn't Birdman. Was that Birdman. Birdman. Okay, so Lady Bird and Birdman. Yeah. Are, they, are they? Is there going to be like a scene where they maybe link up? <laughs> they're on opposite coasts, you know. Hey, it doesn't matter. They got no. airplane. They can fly. They're birds. But I mean, she's also been an actress in like indie movies for for years and stuff and um i'm always a fan of indie movies yeah. those are the ones that are most like un like yeah. uncut and they're just they're raw i like it but so um, she was an interesting choice to to write and direct this this movie do we know who did better this previous week was it barbie or oppenheimer oh barbie's still doubling doubling jeez that's but it's that's still insane. like it's still a good performance for oppenheimer just yeah absolutely yeah no the way, they, the way the tra- trajectory is going is barbie will and you said you think there was a little thing that like they scheduled these on purpose because was it who directed oppenheimer michael so christopher nolan christopher nolan who left warner brothers and warner brothers were like well we'll, we'll screw you over we'll yeah. put a big movie on your same date hey uh, didn't know. work but Alrighty, so we got a we got a couple trailers here though, right? We got a one coming out September 29th, one coming out October 6th. Why don't you uh, tell us about these trailers, Andy? All right, well we'll start with September 29th. Saw X or Saw 10? I don't know which one they prefer. Ooh, that's a good um, one. That's is, like a double meaning. It there. is the 10th Saw, but also not really because there's been other ones. I think. I think there's more than 10 Saw movies, but I don't know how this works. And this is not the 10th chronologically because. This movie takes place after the first Saw movie because mm. Jigsaw died in like the third movie. <laughs> yeah, the, um, and there's just been people. What's like his thinking, actual name in the movie? Connors, John, Kramer, John, John it, Kramer. We just watched the trailer. I think yeah, it was we did. John Kramer, I think. But he's the Jigsaw killer. He's looks like Greg know, Popovich, kind yeah. of. <laughs> um, and it is funny to be like, okay, well, Saw Saw One came out. 20 years ago almost and now you're like well this movie takes place right after that it's like saw one was amazing though i think that twist still at the end is still one of the greatest that saw did i feel like 2003 does sound right it was actually no my parents were still together so it might have been like 2001 too it was older than that i don't know you mean younger than that that. i don't know my parents were i want to say definitely no because i saw it in theaters i don't think i saw it when i was 11 years old i'm gonna have to disagree just because i think my i know my parents saw it together you're right 2004 wow when did my parents divorce then before that, though. That sounds like a game from Saw. Yeah, no kidding, huh? I don't know. Maybe they saw the... Divorce, maybe they... Fuck, 2000... What grade was I in 2004? I think I was in, like... You know, I don't know. That's interesting. Maybe I was right at the end then, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I have not seen... I don't know, from Saw 7 on... Oh, I don't even know I which ones remember, I've seen. I've definitely seen the first ones. like three or four, but I'm I'm like you. I kind of turn one on. Like I know more like scenes than I know like which one I've seen. Yeah. Other than the first one, obviously. Like the first one, everybody knows that's the big one. Like there's the twist, but then it's like like the second one had the twist that like the cop was watching it and he thought it was live. Yeah, and I don't. And it was like no, everyone's dead already. I've seen like the ones where there's like brain surgery going on. Yeah. I've seen the ones where she's like somebody's like basically 
glued to like the car seat and then like their skin gets like ripped off or something. But they, they the, tried the to jaws breaking and stuff. They did like a reboot in like 2017 just called Jigsaw. Oh, yeah. They've definitely done some And then it was like stuff. that didn't work. And then Chris Rock made a Saw movie, which I was excited about in the moment. But then it got bad reviews. I never watched it. Um, but, yeah, this is, I guess, returning back to form, bringing the original guy back. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be another Saw movie. It'll probably make like $50 because it's going to come out in October. Oh, yeah, it's coming can, out in can, September. You but can keep making these. It'll be out in October. Um, yeah, September 29th, so it'll be in theater. It was notes. originally supposed to come out later in October, but I think they're like, let's just get this out, you know? Yeah, I mean, two days before. I mean, September 29th is basically October. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't... I mean, I can see like any movie I want for free. Uh, so, maybe I will go see this, but other than that, I'm not... These seems like... They seem like movies you should be watching at home, though. I don't know. It seems like you should be like have like ten beers in you before you even turn on the the movie. But we do have another trailer, and this is uh, for a TV series, another Disney Plus series, uh, season two of Loki. What is what uh, is Loki? Loki is the Thor's brother. Mm. He was a, a villain turned. Is he the guy with the dark hair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of weird looking guy. Yeah, he's a trickster. He looks like yeah. He looks like he a weird. Magic tricks and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I know um, exactly who you're talking about. But uh, in the series Loki, he's trying to save the timeline. Uh, it, it takes place over different. Like they can. He works for uh, an agency that can okay. jump through time. And the end of the first season, they they fuck some things up, and now they got to fix some shit. And season two looks exactly like what I would want from this. It's him and Owen Wilson. Going to different time periods. Uh, Kihi Kwan from uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom way back when. And uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once last year. Uh, he's joined the cast. Uh, you can see him in the trailer. Uh, and Jonathan Majors is in this trailer. Which is a little awkward situation there. So if you don't remember. If you forgot. Jonathan Majors was uh, arrested in I think April. For domestic violence. Oh yeah that's right. Uh, yeah. That has not been settled. Um, and there's nothing that's been pointing to be like well. This was all fake or anything, uh, but he had already filmed his parts for this, and he is in the trailer. I don't think he's going to be a big part of it, but he is kind of like the master of time, I guess. So he's going to be there, um, and you know, I, I can't, I can't fault Disney. Like they didn't know, so if they already filmed the thing, let it come out. I don't have an issue with that. Um, if he's going to go to jail, then you can fire him. But for now, he's he's in a thing, but. Uh, just give me a little warning. He is he is in this, um, but I don't know. It, it that doesn't mean that much to me. Like Creed three, I still love. He was the bad guy in there. Uh, you should still watch it, regardless of what you think about uh, the person. He was a good actor. I don't know, uh, but yeah, that's coming October sixth to Disney Plus. Awesome. All righty then. Well, uh, before we get into what we've been watching. This, I, don't, I don't think you have it. Do you have it? This, this episode of the podcast was brought to us from our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Uh, just go to thecliplessleash.com and you can type in the promo code. Tony? And that is spelled T-O-N-Y and it gives you at least like 75 to 80% off. <laughs> like no, I, you can't make those promises. You're going to get the FCC. No, no, it, it really is more. It's at least I 75%. 65 it's somewhere between 65 to 80% off. But at the end of the day, it is the dog leash you have been looking for. 
Uh, obviously right now in the summer, you shouldn't be walking your dog at during certain peak hours because it really is hot out there. Like if it's 90 degrees outside, the asphalt and cement is like 160 or something crazy like that. So I recommend you walk your dog early in the morning or, you know, after 5 PM, 6 PM. But regardless, you're going to want to walk the dog with a clipless leash or else your dog might not even want to walk. So Definitely uh, go type in that promo code Tony at the cliplessleash.com and go get yourself a hell of a bargain. I mean, like we said, it's at least 70% off, at least 65, but I think, I think 75, but uh, yeah. So uh, just tell them that uh, you're friends of the pod and uh, they'll be, they'll be very happy to hear from you. So uh, anyway, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but uh, I honestly, I don't have anything to be honest with you, Andy. I, uh, I've, I don't know. I've just been out and about a little bit this week. I, I mean, I watch a lot of the Simpsons. I've been watching some good Simpsons stuff. Uh, maybe something will come to my mind, but I, I never did get a chance to come around to anything this week to, to watch anything. I think uh, I try to find things and then I just go back to the Simpsons. Also, I just don't like, I mean, it's hot in my house too. So, I mean, it's, I, I don't like just sitting there in the living room. I just try to like be out and about. So, uh, that's that, but it looks like Andy's got a few things here to tell us about. So, Andy, why don't you lead us off with uh, one of your topics here? Yeah, I'll, I'll take over the rest of this uh, episode here. Uh, the first thing I have here is a Twisted Metal, a new series on Peacock uh, based on the video game, which uh, I believe is the first video game I ever bought with my own money, Twisted Metal 2, back in the day on the PlayStation. How much was something like um, that going back then? 40 bucks, maybe? Oh, I, don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, very much enjoyed it. It's just Cars shooting missiles at each other um the the premise of the games were uh yeah it's a a tournament of cars shooting at each other and whoever wins gets a uh, a wish granted by a guy who's maybe magic and maybe a demon and you don't know uh the, the the series does not take that premise uh it is a slightly different it features some of the characters from the from the game but uh, in this series, it is a, a post-apocalypse. Um, there's a bunch of walled cities and a bunch of land between in the in the New America. And uh, our main character, played by Anthony Mackie, uh, is a delivery guy. He he transports things between the, the cities uh, on the open road. And uh, there's all kinds of crazy characters out there. And he has to have a uh, a car that can shoot people with missiles and guns and stuff, just like the game. And so there's uh, multiple scenes of, of car combat. People were worried seeing the first trailers. Is that going to be part of it? And yes, that's part of the show. Um, I've watched two episodes so far. I think there's 10. They're all out already. Um, so I'll probably be watching more over the coming week. But um, don't love it so far. But I'm ready to get more into it. I think with any type, any type of TV series, you got to give it more than two episodes to really feel out what they're trying to do and how the characters work. Um, and I think, I think there's promise there. Um, does have Sweet Tooth, the iconic character from the series. Um, an ice cream man who's also a serial killer. Oh, yeah. And a mental patient. And who is cursed with a flaming head, at least in the video game. They did not recreate that for the show. He does not have a uh, head on fire. But, um, yeah, guy, he has no shirt. He's wearing clown pants and a clown mask. It's just, it, it, he's, he's an icon. Like, even if you don't know video games, you have seen that imagery before. And you're like, oh, yeah, I get that. Um, and I think they've done a good job with uh, that character. He was uh, in episode two there. Um, so, yeah, I'll have to see how the, the series goes. But uh, 
weird. I think a weird choice for Peacock. It just seems like I don't know. Peacock should be just The Office. I don't know, <laughs> but you know, it it's there. I don't know. When I think of Peacock, I do think of The Office and Premier League Soccer. Yeah, yeah. I watched the the British Open there last week, so they, they have that kind of stuff. You know, Chris Collinsworth doing his football shit. You know, uh, he's still around, right? Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, we talked last episode Does about he not him. do Sunday Night Football. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would be on NBC, but so okay, perfect. Uh, well, I guess I'm going right into number two here. Yeah. Uh, this is an exciting one. Um, I, I want to watch this movie with Tony whenever it comes out because uh, I think it's the best horror movie of the year. Maybe the best horror movie I've seen in a while. Really? Uh, it's called Talk to Me. It is an Australian horror film. I'll have to see the trailer um, again after this just to get maybe refreshed then. It is, I'm uh, definitely intrigued because we've watched a lot of horror movies together over the years. Yeah, this one is excellent. Uh, Australian horror film. Uh, it was shown at Sundance where uh, A24 bought it. So uh, it fits very much into what they're doing, but it's not a movie they produced. They just uh, you know, bought the distribution rights. Um, but it is, it is a true Australian film. Australian characters takes place in Australia. It is not like a lot of films get filmed there. But no, this is real Australian. Uh, the premise here is uh, some high school kids have a, uh, a ceramic hand. Uh, and they take it around to parties because uh, the hand has the ability to, uh, like, interface with spirits somehow. Uh, so what, what you do is you, uh, you light a candle and you grab the hand, this ceramic hand, and you say, talk to me. And you see uh, a ghost of some sort. Yeah, it sounds familiar. I definitely have seen And then I just need to be refreshed. If you say... I let you in, the spirit can possess you. And so what they do is they tie you down and they let, let the spirit possess you. That seems uh, fucked up. You and they say, friends. <laughs> yeah, and they say for 90 seconds, don't go more than 90 seconds. So they time it. And again, they tie you down and then they get you out of there before 90 seconds. Uh, and it's it's like an incredible high. That's the imagery in this movie okay. is that this is like a big thing they're doing at parties. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like doing hallucinogenics. Um, and... I think you can kind of figure out where it goes yeah. from there. Uh, you fuck with it too much, it's not not good here. Yeah, inviting spirits into our realm, and you know it, it doesn't go well. It does not go well. Um, I know you're interested in that kind of stuff, I am spirits. In that stuff. And there's some real shocking shit that's going on. Uh, low budget, but still like like oh that looks really good for you know a movie that costs five million. Um, great sound. Like there's some crazy stuff that happens where they just really pump up the sound and it really gets you oh, wow. uh, like paranoid, I would say. Um, like not even like creepy things, but just things that are happening that really get you on edge. So, um, yeah, I thought this was great. You saw this in theaters? I did. I saw it on uh, yeah, Friday night with Ooh. the big crowd there. and See, Was people, the crowd jumpy a lot? Was it a good crowd? Yeah, there's some some weird people there, some people <laughs> saying stuff. That's always a good part of the experience. I know even I, there's a scene where I just... I don't do like cover my eyes, but I was so like freaked out that I just had my hands like over like my mouth and it was like for like, 30 seconds. <laughs> I've been there before. Um, you, you there was. Tip, you tip the cap a little bit below yeah. your eyes. Just like. I wasn't trying to hide my eyes. I was so like taken by it that it was like, I don't know, covering my mouth. Like I don't want to say anything. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there that. was, there was a part where you could sense a jump scare coming and a guy timed it right and threw his popcorn in the air as soon as it went. So. <laughs> Everyone just saw it and was like, oh, that was good, but don't do that shit. Yeah. Get someone. But 
yeah, that's uh, talk to me. It's it's in theaters somewhere. Like it was at my theater. I think it's I think it's out there. It's, it's, n- out it's not there. <laughs> it's not a huge wide release, but it is at somewhere. Um, so All right, well, I don't think I don't think it's like hard good. to find, but it's not uh, it's not Barbie. You know. Yeah, yeah, I know. You don't have to look far to find Barbie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I got two more, and my last one, I'm probably not going to talk too much about it because I'll talk about it next week. Okay. Um, but yeah, this third one is a movie I watched last night, and it just kind of like. Yeah, I could go see a movie for free. Uh, let's see. Uh, this was also called, in theaters? Yeah, this is called Theater Camp. This is uh, a more limited release, I would say. Um, I think it only made like a million dollars in its opening weekend there. Um, it is a mockumentary, um, similar to like The Office or like the Christopher Guest movies, um, about people running a theater camp in upstate New York for, for kids. Um, and it's a bunch of people that have done, who went to theater camp as kids and... Um, they're still in theater today, and it's just very, very well done, uh, very funny. Um, a few people you might have seen before. Uh, the main guy, so the premise here is um, the, the person who runs the camp, an older woman, uh, goes into a coma, and her son, who's not part of this world at all, has to take over. Um, and he's played by uh, Jimmy Tatro, who you've seen before, probably. Oh, yeah. The guy with the um, deep voice. Yeah. That. So just not a musical theater guy, right? You see that look. And so that's kind of part of the comedy there is this, you know, bro-y guy has to take over the uh, musical theater camp full of um, everyone's gay, I think. You just, like, have to be gay is how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's just it's it's a lot of, I would say, self-deprecating stuff because it, it is real theater people making fun of themselves here. I know. Yeah, I thought it was a very, very nice little comedy there, 90 minutes. Uh, I think it was Searchlight who put this out, so that means that would be out on Hulu. Um, so that's, you know, look for it in, I don't know, October or something. Um, not because it's spooky, just because that's probably when it'll be out on Hulu. Um, it, it, it's fun. It's, it's short, 90 minutes. I liked it. Good, very good. All right, the last thing I have here. Uh, I did see Oppenheimer. And I believe Sean watched it as well, so I think I'll hey, save it. You guys a, can definitely save it for next a week. Deeper discussion, uh, yeah. but I will give my early thoughts. Um, I think this will win Best Picture. I Ooh, think it was. Okay. I think That's it was very, very bold. It's very good, but I think just that prediction is. Just, I don't see what's going to do better than this. The combination of quality, um, just the production of it, and how successful it is, I think it's just going to it's going to win. Okay. Um, I think Killian Murphy will get a nomination. I don't know if he'll win, but I think he's a strong chance. And I think Robert Downey Jr. will win an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. So Ooh, very good. Uh, good for him. Who does he play doing. again? He plays a, uh, a guy in politics who's trying to get confirmed for a cabinet position, and he worked with Oppenheimer after the war. So it's a very interesting structure how they do it, where there's scenes that are before the war um, and him like be- becoming the scientist who builds the bomb and then kind of the stuff that happens afterwards. And because it's Christopher Nolan, it's not told completely chronologically, but mm-hmm. it's not that confusing. It's not like Tenet or something. Um, but yeah, he's he plays a key character. Um, and it's nice to see like a guy who's done 15 years of superhero movies kind of return and do a, a real movie again and, and, and nail it. So he always had Perfect. it in him. Very good. Very, very, very good. Yeah. So yeah I'll, think, be inter- I'll be excited to hear you and Sean uh, discuss mm-hmm. it more next week. Maybe I'll have a movie or a show next week, but I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. 
So is that uh, that it then? You got anything else? Or is... Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. Thank you, everybody. You've been listening to episode 335 of Entertainment. I'm Tony, and with me we had Off-Road Andy. Thank you. And we were Sean-less tonight, but uh, Sean will be back uh, next Tuesday uh, when we record. But uh, yeah, just like we've uh, always said before, please uh, subscribe, hit that like button, or the subscribe button and the like button. I think just hit all the buttons that uh, are beneficial to us. And tell a friend, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed listening to this. And we do also have a sports episode if uh, anybody listening here also enjoys sports Uh, and uh, we just really appreciate you guys listening and um, we just thank you so uh, thanks again for listening and we'll see you guys again next week goodbye